0: Live with CDP, a weekly sports and entertainment podcast, live on YouTube, Facebook Live, Twitter, and on audio via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor FM. Now here's your host, Chris Palme. Hey, everybody, welcome to live with CDP podcast on this Thursday, June 30th, 2022 here at five o'clock tonight. This is season four, episode two, and my guest tonight is going to be Shauna Brown, and this will be Shauna's second time coming on here tonight. So just bear with me, guys. I'm just waiting for Shauna to come on. Uh, she Shauna Brown is a singer, songwriter, model, actress at Sony Music Entertainment, and so, uh, Shauna is also the host of her own talk show, uh, "Talk with Shauna" on the Fired Up network as well you guys can check her out on twitter at shauna brown so looking forward to speaking to shauna uh tonight about her uh latest uh um song she's created and uh, i'll wait for her to come on to share it with you guys but uh i'm looking forward to speaking to her and uh, uh guys tomorrow night i have two more podcasts on uh Friday, July 1st, Canada Day here in Canada. Uh, tomorrow, fr- uh, Friday at 9 a.m., I have Matt Derry on from 92.3, the fan in Cleveland. And he's also the host of Locked On Lions podcast for the Detroit Lions and also the host of the Pistons pod as well. So we're going to talk some uh, Detroit sports with Matt Derry uh, tomorrow. And then at one o'clock, Freddie Zomaya, the head coach of the Toledo Glass City. Uh, of the tbl the basketball league Uh, will come on and talk about the glass city and also the uh, tbl finals between the shreveport uh, mavericks and the albany platoons as well so just bear with me guys my guest shauna is just coming on right now and we're going to talk a little bit of music with her and uh, in her talk show that's on the uh, fired up network just one second hey good evening shauna how you doing
1: Hi, I'm doing good, my friend. How are you doing?
0: I'm okay. I'm okay. I survived my 50th birthday yesterday.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> always a good thing to hear, right? Yes. <laughs> Does that mean you had to, a lot of fun and you're you're happy you survived it? Is that is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> uh, I got through the day. I did have one beer. I did have one beer at the end of the night, but uh, it was a quiet birthday, but you know what? I, I made it to 50. Not a lot of people make it to 50, so
1: that's amazing! Congrats and happy belated birthday. I did wish you happy birthday yesterday,
0: but yes. happy belated. Thank you so much. I'm a, I'm only four years older than the CN Tower. Oh my goodness! <laughs> CN Tower, the CN Tower turned forty six on June 26, nineteen seventy six.
1: Oh, I did not know that. That's amazing. We should have a few drinks maybe in in the top restaurant for your birthday. Maybe next time you and I. That'd be a good thing okay. to do. Yeah. yeah,
0: deal. I haven't been up the CN Tower since 1978.
1: Oh my goodness. I haven't when... been up there in the longest time either. At least yeah. 15 years, something like that.
0: Yes, I would say it was, uh, I think it was the fall of 78. I was in grade one and we went up the observation deck and I remember like, oh my God, the heights and stuff like that. It was an amazing experience, but it was like, wow. I just couldn't imagine doing that sky edge walk. I've been watching that on YouTube lately, the edge walk and these people, I got to give them credit because (laughs) that's 1100 feet, over 1100 feet. You're up in the air.
1: Yeah, I know. It's. It, I, I'm contemplating it, but I think when I get up there, I might change my mind. I might be like, um, oh, maybe that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> but I know I don't know how they do it. To be honest with you,
0: but it's it exciting. Does, it does look safe. I haven't read anything where somebody's died from it or that they're their support has broken so it does look, look totally legit but i don't know i i have to admit i have a there's a certain level of heights i'm okay with and then after that it's like uh it's one thing to be on the observation deck of the CN tower but to be outside and uh on a on, a, on the side of the building where there's no guard railings or anything it's just like you're relying on their uh straps to keep you in from falling over
1: Yes, yes, yes. I mean, you know, you know, the swing ride that's at um, Canada's Wonderland. It's, it's kind of like a bungee. It's a bungee jump sort of swing. My sister and I did this many years ago, and I basically asked him could let me down halfway up. And they're like, no, we won't give you a refund. And I guess that was my, <laughs> that was my reasoning of staying. My sister pulled the cord and uh, that was tough. So I can just imagine being up that high and that close to the side and stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, like I have gone up the Sears Tower in Chicago, the top of the Rock in New York, but when I went up those buildings, I was never close to the edge where I'm like, "Oh my god, oh my god." I always made sure I I, I could see the city and the view, but I yes. wasn't too close to the uh, the uh, ledge. So.
1: Right. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know how I would be up there to be honest with you. But yeah. hey, we'll see. I guess you and I yeah. we have a meeting now with drinks. In the restaurant. Maybe after we have a few, we might have a little bit more courage. How's that sound?
0: Definitely. I just don't know if I could do the edge walk. Yeah, I know. It looks like fun, but uh, like I said, I had to go up to a, a press box in the arena in Hamilton a couple of weeks ago to do a game, and uh, it's a catwalk, and it's 400 feet up in the air, and I'm like, is there a backup way? And the guy's like, yeah, and I'm like, okay, take me. Okay, <laughs> it involved a lot of stairs and huffing and puffing. I need to get into shape, by the way. And oh. and a, a lot of the Hamilton media guys didn't even know about the backup way to the uh, press box up at the uh, First Ontario Centre, because I just didn't feel safe going up the catwalk. Just there's certain levels of height where i'm like oh my god yeah so.
1: no i know heights like a certain point it's kind of like yeah. whoa this is a lot <laughs> you know yes um so i i don't blame you there i don't blame you there
0: it's like when i go to amusement parks i stick to the water rides i'm uh, i'm the water guy i'm not into the big roller coasters or going up 300 feet 400 feet up in the air <laughs> upside down so i'd rather stick to the more safe uh, water rides.
1: You know what really scares me is the wooden rides when they shake and you feel like they're not going to stay together. Those yeah. ones scare me. Those are the ones like I could go on any other ride, say at like Canada's Wonderland, the, yeah. you know, the metal ones. Yeah, but the wooden ones are where I get scared because I'm like, this does not feel like it's going to stay together.
0: You know? do, you, do you do you do you remember the old wooden flyer at the CNE grounds? Oh my goodness,
1: yes. Most of the rides at the CNE, I'm sorry, but a lot of them you feel like you're going to fall out. There's yeah. one where you go upside down. It's a circle. It, it, you go, yeah, that one I went on with a friend, and I felt like I was going to fall out. And I'm like, never again, never again. Um, but, yeah, those ones are, that, that's the scary part. It's not the ride itself is scary. It's the fact that you feel like you're going to fall out. That's the scary part, you know. Um, so I get you. But I'm looking forward to going to the CNE this year. I really am. I'm glad that it's open. I'm going to take my daughter. She's never been. I think it's just going to be a great, great thing.
0: Yeah, because it's been closed since 2019, 2020, 2021. So this will be the first time in three years.
1: Yeah, I know. So I think I think it'll be a lot of fun. I really do think so. So we'll we'll make sure to go.
0: And um, I'm definitely going to try to go down to a couple Argonaut games because uh, I'm friends with their media guy, Chris and Mike Hogan. So they told me, you want to go to an Argos game? Let us know and we'll get you a media pass. And what I do is take the Go train, drive from Gulf to Burlington, take the Go train from Aldershot, go right to the exhibition grounds and boom, wallah, don't have to worry about parking, don't have to worry about uh, spinning gas getting down there and the stress Perfect. of driving.
1: Perfect. Yeah, you should definitely go check that out. Why not? That'd be a great time.
0: So Go I'm going to and one of the games I'm going to do, I'm going to try to do in August during the CNE because I haven't really been to the C&E since I was a kid back in the 80s.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure everyone's going to be really excited because it's been closed for so long. And and we don't really know, I think, at this point what they're going to have. if They're going to have some sort of special. I mean, I know they had like the zip line one year and they had a lot of different things. So I'd be excited to see what they do have this year. I think it'll be a lot of fun.
0: Definitely. And uh, like I said, the last couple of months, I've been trying to do it as much as I can because we had two years where we couldn't do much with this pandemic.
1: Absolutely. I think a lot of people are thinking the same thing too. I think a lot of people just want to get out there and enjoy themselves and make up for lost time. And yeah, sounds like a plan for sure.
0: And I was going to say thank you for coming on my podcast for a second time. This is like my 167th episode now
1: amazing amazing i am so happy to be on again you're a good friend you're doing a really good thing with the show i am honored to be here again to to hang out with you and talk of course i'm so happy and after your birthday too i mean like that's perfect right
0: definitely yes yes yeah. yeah. definitely so yeah i was gonna say um i'm gonna leave with a question i can you just yeah. tell my audience here in guelph what have you been up to with your latest signal i've got my eye on you uh, coming out on August 5th with uh, Choc Claire, I believe?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, the song isn't called i Got My Eye On You. It's actually called okay. Fresh Start. Featuring okay. Choc, that's okay. okay. That's what I'm saying in w- one of the ads that I just posted um, okay. about me just saying I've got August 5th my eye on August 5th because that's the day it drops. Okay. And the song's Fresh Start featuring Choc Claire. I've been talking about it for a bit. It is It is ready to come out. We just shot the music video. It's going to be dropping as on the same day. And I'm just really, really excited about it. Um, it's exciting. So, yeah, a lot of things have been happening the last few years. And I'm in the studio working on new material all the time. And I have more singles to come. And I'll have to come on again and let you know about those singles, too. I, w- I would love that. I'd love that.
0: How did? How long did this uh, song take? For, like, uh, did you guys both write the song together? Or did you uh, write it and he's performing with you?
1: Well, what ended up happening is... During COVID, we couldn't really record together because we were just weren't in the same area. It was really difficult. Um, and he's a bit far away from me too. So what I did is I ended up I ended up writing the song um, and I had this part in the middle where I was going, I'm hearing something here, I'm hearing rap, I'm hearing something here. And I'm like, you know what? I bet you claire would be absolutely perfect for this. And so I, I showed him the song after it had been done. I had written all the vocals and melody and everything like that. And I just said, what do you think of the song? Do you wanna be on this? I think it'd be perfect for you. And he heard it and he really liked it. And, and then, so he did his thing over top as well. And he, uh, we went back and forth that way cause it was COVID and it was a little bit hard for us to get together. Uh, and when he sent me back the, the, the stuff that he had done I was like, oh my gosh, this is totally perfect. I knew this was going to work and it just ended up working out perfectly. Um, it was funny because Paul in the past, who is the producer on this song, we, we put the song down during COVID and we listened to it and it was good, but we wanted to sort of take it into another studio and really refine it. Um, because we just we put it down in like an hour or two one day and we're like we really want to take this a little bit further so Paul Nepash is the one who produced it but then I took it to Mike Deferia of Blacktail Black Recordings and he's the one that actually engineered it uh, and took it to another level and so it's it's a it's a mix of all those people together making the song happen and then of course Choclair on top of that and now it's finished and it's it's in its best state and it's ready to be released and so we're really really excited about that.
0: I was going to say, is it so? It's kind of a hop hip song then, I guess. You know, it's got a
1: little bit of a hip hop flavor to it. Um, I still would like to say it is pop, but it's got essences of hip hop in it, of course. And Shakler's in there, so I mean, come on, he's like a hip hop legend, so <laughs> it's impossible for it not to have that flavor. Um, so I would say it's somewhere between pop and with a little hint of hip hop. Which, of course, I love, and um, I'm a music lover, so all those genres are are very interesting and and fun for me to do.
0: How many, what was the time frame for this? I guess it took a little while extra with the pandemic to get this done, eh? It
1: did, yeah. And then, you know, we kept sort of, well, I continued on and I was doing other songs because I'm doing a full album right now um and it's just the way it ended up happening is like I had it sort of done already but then we're like well let's go back into the studio um so there was a big break in between where I could get into the studio and I was doing other songs and so we thought it was done but then we're like no we can take this to a different level and so uh you know it was over a span of a year I would say that it came together but it really didn't take that long to do it was just the timing of it all and, and getting it all together it was just like putting the pieces of the puzzle together to make it happen. Um, yeah, and the pandemic did kind of make it a little difficult to get together and do it, but we managed and we made it happen. And so I'm really happy that my good friend, Claire is on, on this track as well. And we know each other well enough. We've done some things together before. So we know that if, if we send it back to each other, we, we can understand what, what we're talking about without us being in the same room. So it ended up working out well that way
0: okay to be yep. honest i don't know i don't know a lot about hip-hop and hmm. uh chocolate but i w- i was watching your podcast not podcast show joe yeah. don't kill me for saying the word podcast i was no, watching that's your okay. show okay. i was watching your show last night and yes. uh and I, he seemed like a really good guy and it was a really good guest you had on and stuff like that and and uh i guess he's been quite successful on it and uh, that's great and uh I was going to ask you, I can't remember. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to ask well, he you. He but- is
1: amazing. I'll first tell you this, he, he basically put hip-hop on the map. He put Toronto T-Dot. I mean, he's the one, one of the first people that put T-Dot on the map for hip-hop. Nobody even knew any Canadian hip-hop artists at that point. And so, I mean, he's a four-time junior award winner. You know, he worked with Cardinal Fischel and he signed a Virgin Records. I mean, there's just so many things that he's done. Um, and I always really appreciated him and liked him a lot and wanted to work with him. And it just ended up happening that we crossed paths and it ended up working out. Um, But yeah, he, he's doing a lot of really great things. And on my show, I was talking about, he has this uh, made to move mountains that he's doing right now, which is for the homeless uh, and for mental health that he's doing. It's a really great cause. And so I've talked to him a lot about that on my show, which is called talk with Shauna on the fired up network. I have my own show there and I interview different people in the music industry and talk about a lot of different other topics as well. And yeah, I've had him on the show and we're looking to do some more tracks together. And yeah, he's definitely a hip hop legend. That's for sure.
0: Okay. Well I need to read up more on him and stuff. And like I said, I like, I like, uh, Type, up, not uptight, but upbeat music and stuff like that. And I kind of like music from the, six, the late 60s, 70s, and 80s and stuff like that. And and music that's upbeat and positive.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I think you will find that there is a lot of positivity in this song. Um, we're talking about a Fresh Start. It's a very positive thing. Uh, it's, it's talking about new beginnings after going through a lot of hardships and just...
0: Uh, I can relate to that. I can't yeah. say much. I can't say a lot but uh the word new beginnings.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, uh, at any time and any age in your life you can you can start again. You can have a fresh start at any age at any time. There's no limitations to that and there's always a chance for you to change directions in your life at any time and you don't you don't have to feel like there's an expiry date for that because there really isn't. And so that's sort of the the message I'm getting across that me and both, both Jean-Claire and I are getting across in this song um, is that, you know, you can change your path at any time in your life and there's always room for a fresh start, you know, and to break abra- and to embrace it.
0: Absolutely, It doesn't matter if you're 15 or you're 50. And and what I'm doing with this podcast has changed my life, and it's led my uh, it's led me to Rogers TV. It's led me to doing my own media freelance work, and I'm working with people that are in their 20s, people that are in their 60s, and I love this. And uh, I just have to uh, keep working away at it. I have some naysayers and doubters because they say, "Oh, you're not getting the money." But the thing is, right now, is I'm getting experience, and I'm I'm learning the industry as as we speak now and that's just as valuable as the money don't get me wrong the money's important but to get into yes. any kind of career you have to pay your dues and you have to get experience
1: absolutely and there's so and also you never know what the next opportunity is going to bring for you um so it, it's like if you limit yourself to being paid for what you're doing well you're you're really limiting a lot of connections that could bring that to you later. I think if you're not focusing on actually the money and you're focusing on doing something that you love and uh, and putting everything that you have into that and succeeding in, in that, the money comes. It just does. It naturally will come. Um, and so I just don't think people should limit themselves that way. There's a lot of different ways you can gain uh, from experiences and from doing certain things. And the money isn't always all of it, you know, the, the, the experience and and what you're doing can be worth more than money.
0: Really. To be be honest, I love doing this. I love being in Buffalo last week for baseball games. They, uh, they uh, took care of me. They let me go on the field with the players. Uh, I got to talk to, uh, do live interviews. Uh, they fed me, they, they, they treated me like one of their own. And, uh, they made me, like I said, it uh, made me do my. I wrote a digital story called a blog, and it makes me take even more pride in doing digital writing now, too.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you're on your 167th episode. That is amazing. That's just, that's great. I'm really proud of what you're doing, and I want you to continue doing it. And I'm a big supporter of doing what you feel you should be doing in life. That is yep. my main thing. And kudos to you. Keep doing it, nice. you know?
0: For too many years, I put it off. Doing stuff, or I was too scared, and now it's like I'm at that age now where I'm I'm ready for a change, and I'm looking forward to it. And and uh, I've been very lucky to have great guests like yourself on. Like I said, I just I go out and reach out to people, and uh ninety percent of them are pretty great and coming on. And one thing too, Sean, I've learned from this: even if somebody uh, says they're gonna come on and then they don't show up, I don't get into sour grapes or doing anything unprofessional. One thing I'm always going to remain, even if something bad happens to me on the podcast or any of my media work, remain professional at all times.
1: Absolutely. Of course. I mean, yeah, there are things that are going to come up and, you know, every, every one of those instances gives you something, you gain something from it. You learn how to deal with those kind of people or those kind of circumstances. So it's all good stuff. It's all good. Even if people don't show up, you're learning how to deal with that. You're learning all of those things, how to let things just roll off your shoulders sometimes. And, and that's, that's all good stuff. All Definitely. Good stuff for
0: sure. Definitely. Uh, I was going to ask you this question. Can you yeah. just tell my audience again, um, how you ended up starting your own talk show, talk with Shauna and how did you end up getting involved with the fire up network with uh uh joe how do you pronounce his last name pesci
1: it's joseph Pesic. P- i know it's it's, Pacek, <laughs> it's a okay. doozy yeah it's joseph basic and uh what what ended up happening is for fun actually i was with a friend of mine and we were just out and i had just gotten this new one of those new lights you know the 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 circle lights that you have for, you know, YouTube and making TikTok videos and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, what? I have an idea. Let's just go out and let's just do like a live video of us eating, you know, dinner at a restaurant and let's just do it for fun. I was just in the mood. So I did, I did this video and I posted and things like that. And then, um, about several weeks after that, I was contacted by Joe and, and, and he introduced himself and he told me what they did. And, he asked me if I would be interested in being part of the network. And I was like, oh my goodness, yeah, I I would love that. I mean, I like doing this, I I do it for fun, you know? Um, And at first I didn't really know what it was gonna be about, but um, I started on The Blaze, which is a, a bunch of ladies that talk about different topics and it's the female empowerment movement. And there's not really a whole lot of women that get prime time these days, it's really tough. Uh, You know, usually they get put on at two or three in the morning when no one's watching or, you know, that kind of thing. And so I thought, oh, that's interesting. So I did the Blaze show as a guest and I really enjoyed it. And I thought, this is really great. I'm getting really good feeling out of being a part of this group. And I really started to love it. And so I did the Blaze for quite a while. And then Joe said, well, you know, I'd love for you to do your own show about music and and, and all that. And, and, and you could talk about your music and you talk about other music. I think mean, everybody wants to know about it. We don't have anyone doing that. And so then uh, a friend of mine and I suggested, well, let's come up with the name Talk with Shauna. Let's start with, start there. And then it all just sort of ended up happening. And then every week I have a different episode of a different artist. And and I talk about other uh <laughs> things too as well not just music and I really really grew to love it and I love doing it and I thought this is perfect and I also get to meet a lot of people in the music industry which is perfect it's like I'm schmoozing and interviewing at the same time and these are potential people that I could even work with uh, for my music so I thought this is a really great thing and uh I love it I just I really love doing it it's something I look forward to really is
0: I was going to say, and uh, I know Joe's been in touch with me. I just haven't been able to commit with him because I'm afraid that if I go with a network, I'm going to have to change my show and how I do things. So um, I don't know. I'll have to talk to Joe about it. But it's nice when somebody shows interest in your work. Obviously, he must feel that my show would be worth having on his network if t- if yeah with you putting him in touch with me which I really appreciate I guess I was just a little hesitant because I wasn't sure how much I would have to change in my um on my show on here
1: absolutely you know what I I I can't see uh him wanting you to change it too much really um I, I would and I wouldn't have suggested you even getting a hold of him if I didn't think that you had what it takes to do this and and was supportive of you and what you're doing and um, you're. All, I also think of you as a good friend, and so I would, would approach Joe again and uh, talk to him about that. I, I think he wouldn't have any problem with you keeping the format that you have. I'm sure you both could talk and come up with something that works for both of you. I, I can see that happening for
2: sure.
0: Yeah cuz I ideally uh I was doing five podcasts a week or five shows a week and that's even a lot for one person to do so ideally I'm trying to limit it to about three a week ideally three is a uh, great because like I said as you know I have to produce Gu- guest booking is like a full-time job itself as well but I'm learning all these skills on here as well
1: Definitely absolutely and it's all a learning process and everything is exciting. You get to, to meet new people all the time. And it's just a, a great, it's a great thing to be part of. It really is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I could see you, you should, you should talk to Joe again and see if you can come on. That would be great. That would be amazing.
0: Try it out. Now I was going to ask you about your show. Do you do all your guest booking or do you have somebody to assist you with that?
1: Well, up until this point, I've been getting all of my guests myself. Um, okay. Just it, it, it's happened organically that way. And it seems to be the topics that I'm interested or gravitate towards, I sort of know people already in, and that's how it's gone for me. Um, of course, I don't have as many shows under my belt as you do, um, but yeah, I would say most of them are just from people that I know in the industry or uh, connections that I've made through people that I know, and that's kind of how it worked organically, which has worked out really well so far. Um but I may I may want to have somebody help me out with that eventually. Um, once things get a bit bit more, once I get more people and, and more things happening. How about yes. yourself? Do you do all of yours on your own, or, or
0: yeah. You- yeah, yes, I do. Yes, hmm. uh, actually, cool. I do. Actually, I do, and I love doing it. And uh, it's like being in a radio station. And one of my friends from Rogers gave me a microphone, so all I had to do was buy a cable for it. So now, when I'm out and about with my uh, smartphone. Uh, and I, I see somebody I want to do an interview, I can do a live interview uh, with the microphone because it gives the audio a little better quality than uh, the phone itself. So
1: amazing. So if you have like an idea off cuff or anything, you can just there you go, you're ready to go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and one thing about live interviews is when you do a podcast, you can write stuff down, you can have things scripted how you want to do it, but when you do a live interview, you got to think on your feet and through your head, and for me, if I can do live interviews like the, the rest of the guys that are doing that I've liked over the years, I think that's just another skill for me, too, that, hey, this guy can come on live and do an interview with uh, whoever and and do a pretty good job out of it, too. Absolutely
1: and it really shows the passion that you have for the topic that you are discussing because you really you it's not something you can just talk about and not be involved brain-wise about what you're talking about like you have to know what's happening and you and you can't really fake that right yeah. and so and i find a lot of the times when you do it that way it's almost the best way because things just come to your head and you don't feel like you're inhibited at all to sort of uh say things or not say things you just sort of it comes naturally from you and it flows really nicely and so that's definitely a great skill to have that's for sure
0: and one thing i'm trying to do too shauna is 80 of this is sports talk but now i'm trying to branch out and do music news people actors actresses i want to be able to show people that i can be versatile as well and i'm also trying to get as many females as males on i want to try to have it even 50 50 and just try to make my demographics uh good for young people or older people as well
1: absolutely I, i'm all about that i think that's a great thing um, and i just think um there's just so much out there there's uh, so much that that women have to say and, and want to express and that was one of the things that really attracted me to the female empowerment movement on the fired up network is the fact that it was all women on the show and it was during prime time which doesn't happen very often and so I was like, "This is great! Like, let's let's keep moving with this. This is a great movement happening here." Um, and it actually went along with the, all the music that I've been writing too. A lot, a lot of the music I've been writing has been about those issues. Um, I have another single coming out called "Reflection." It's not out yet, and I haven't shot the video for it yet, but it's along the lines of of that. You know, talking about female empowerment and talking about what what uh, feminists really is and, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, feminism doesn't mean that she has to do everything. You know, I kind of see, I kind of look at feminism like, we're now expected instead of, you know, doing the the, the housework and, and the baby stuff and all of that old, old concept stuff of women. But now we're expected to do both of those things. We're expected to work and to have the home. And it all has to be at the same time together. And I think personally, it should be more about women having a choice about what they want to do, not meaning they have to do all of it at once. Um, And so that's sort of what I'm talking about in that song. And and once we get closer to the release date on that, I'll let you know and I can talk to you more about that. But um, so that was one of the things that really drew me to that show as well, being a part of that.
0: Okay. Now your latest song, is it going to be released on a CD or is it going to be a single release?
1: Well, what's going to happen is it's going to be on all music platforms digitally um, here and worldwide, but uh, we will have physical singles, which will be printed on CD as well. Um, But, you know, nowadays it's not as um, there's not as much of a need for it because everyone's really just doing the digital thing, but that's true. We'll, I will have singles printed just just the one song on on a CD for that format as well. Okay. Um, and so when I have it, I will definitely have one for you and I will sign it for you. And okay. I'll give you a special one. I
0: promise. I still have a car that has a CD player. Cause I noticed looking at new cars now, most of them don't have CD players in them anymore. So <laughs> my car is 10 years old. So I'm one of the last ones that still have a CD player, but eventually you're right. Eventually the music industry is all going to be digital, probably 100% digital at some point. It
1: really is. You know, and, uh, I miss that age of opening a fresh CD and looking
0: or, cassette, it. or cassette or
1: cassette even I was I was into the cassettes too I was in cassettes and then of course CDs and I just miss you know opening it and having that experience of you know the insert inside and the smell of the fresh printed you know CD yep. or, or tape or whatever it was and just that whole experience I do really miss that that era uh of having that experience but i mean the digital age is good too there's a lot of good things about it too but that's probably one thing that i i miss the most but yeah i will have it and you know i might even get some vinyl printed too vinyl is an amazing that's
0: coming back it's hard to believe i never thought i'd see the day it would come back
1: oh my gosh vinyl i mean you can even get like electronic dance music printed on vinyl i mean it's just everything on vinyl is just so cool. So I'm sure I will have some stuff on vinyl as well. I I, I definitely will.
0: I still have a vinyl record from uh, 1985, We Are the People. where oh, everybody nice. Everybody got together to do a song about Africa, I think. It was in 85. Oh! Yeah. Was it yeah. We Are the World? We Are the World, yeah. Oh my gosh, vinyl. you know what's
1: funny? I sang that at one of our school concerts, actually. Wow. I sang that like right... I don't know when it came out, when that song came out, but it was, it was after it came out. But anyway, we, we ended up singing that. And it's a great song.
0: Really is. Yes, And I started thinking about it today. I'm like 37 years ago. Oh my God. Yeah. 37 years ago. Wow.
1: I know. I know that was such an epic track. Um, And that was just an amazing uh, experience to be able to perform that too. I got to perform it for my whole school, which was great with a few other people. And it was just really
0: cool. Mm. Okay. Hey, uh, before we get to this question, I was going to say, where can my audience find your uh, uh, talk with Shauna on the Fire Up Network? What day and what time normally is it on?
1: Absolutely. Now, usually I will be on Thursdays. Uh, but you, Thursday is usually when the Blaze show will, will air, and we call it the Fired Up Live show. And the Blaze is usually around 8, 8.30, and usually my show will come maybe an hour before that. So it's usually on Thursdays. That's usually when my stuff airs. Uh and I also too have the show on YouTube, which I post my talk with Shauna on as well, in case you aren't able to see it on the Fired Up Network and you you prefer to see it perhaps on YouTube or that type of thing. And it's at the it's at Fired Up Net. So that's the that's the Twitter account. We also have the uh app which you can you can download as well and you can see the live shows on there. Um, so yeah, like there's a lot, there's a lot going on there, which is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. This question I wanted to ask you, what are some other projects you're working on in music and acting or modeling right now currently? Yes.
1: Well, I have a few things in the works. Well, of course I'm always doing music. I'm going to be finishing this album. Uh, as I said before, I'm on Micro Records, which is with Sony ATV, which is a, a great label. And I'm going to be finishing this record. I'll be doing lots more videos this year. I want to do a video for every song. I'm planning on having 10 songs come out on the release. So I'm always doing that. Uh, I'm doing modeling shoots all the time as well. And and using a lot of those things for promoting my music. Um, And also too, I have a few films in the works that I am going to be filming, hopefully in Cancun this year, October. Uh, I have one film that should take me there for a month. I would you can alone.
0: bring me, you can bring me along. I, I know, I know.
1: And so I'm just waiting for like the final go ahead. So fingers crossed there. Uh, and so, yeah. And I have another film too that might be happening in Jamaica. So like, I don't know. These films are taking me all over the place right now. Um, so that's in the works as well. And of course I'll still be doing my talk with Shana and my female empowerment movement, the
0: blaze show and
1: there's a lot of other things and music videos this year, too. So I've got a lot of stuff going on, but it's all really good stuff.
0: Okay. And I have your website on my uh, ticker here, too, music.com.
1: Yes. 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 Okay. You can find some of my songs on there, a lot of different things. Um, and of course, I'll be uploading all of my new material. Of course, my new video, which will be coming out on the 5th for Fresh Start, featuring Sha Claire. And if you if you're going to watch the Fired Up Network, I have a big announcement coming mid July about something that's going to be happening at the end of August. Uh, And and I'm going to make I haven't said anything about yet. It's very hush hush, but I'm going to be making a big announcement about something that's happening on the show. So if you can tune in, you will get information about that.
0: Okay, I was gonna say, I was just gonna play a clip of your uh, video from YouTube, Turn Up the Microphone by Shauna. Yeah, Is that absolutely. Okay? okay, one second. Very cool. Oops. Can you hear it okay? Uh,
1: I'm not hearing anything.
0: Can you, you can't hear it? No.
2: You better listen up oh,
0: there we go.
2: Real
0: clear. There
1: we okay. Go.
2: Your eyes are closed That was yeah. on me There's That's no okay You're scared if you listen to me This time There's no weakness in show when that you care Doesn't mean that I'm weak Your eyes are closed (laughs) Can't <laughs>
0: clip before i get uh shut down here that clip was courtesy of shauna brown's uh, youtube channel and i have permission to use that of course you do yes. okay i just wanted to make sure because i know how fussy facebook twitter and youtube are uh, with copyright with music and stuff like that of course yes yes so how satisfied? how satisfying was that song once you had it released and it came out on social media and and digital and stuff like that and cd
1: Oh my gosh. Amazing. You know, um, I, you know, every time I create a song and record it and it's finished, it's, it's very magical for me. It's always like, I can't describe, there's nothing in my life that compares to how amazing it is. And it's just great to see an idea that I've had in my head come to life like that and just, and being able to share it with everyone. It's just a really great experience. Um, Every time that a new song comes out for me, like I'm sure when this new one comes out, Fresh Start featuring Jacques Claire, when it actually comes out and everyone starts listening to it, I will have the same feeling and I am addicted to that feeling. It is such a great feeling. Um, and it's something that keeps me going in life and just makes me feel like I am fulfilling my purpose. So it's always a great thing.
0: What I like about the song, it's a catchy, it's a catchy song and it's an upbeat song. And I can't wait the next time I have you on to have your uh, Fresh Start song on here as well.
1: Definitely. Absolutely. Well, it will be dropping August 5th and we're going to be uh, doing a lot of promotion for it on the Fired Up Network as well. And of course, yes, we will definitely, I'll definitely come on. You can see the video. You are definitely going to be one of the, the first people to see it. That's for sure.
0: Okay. And you're welcome to promote it on my social media. Thank pages. you.
1: Absolutely.
0: Definitely. So, awesome. um, okay. Are you okay for a couple more minutes? Sure. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Right. You know what? It's the last day of school today and I'm so excited. Well, I wasn't going to school, but my daughter was. And so we're just really excited and I'm just taking it easy today and enjoying enjoying this time. It's, it's great.
0: I was going to say, tomorrow's July 1st, Canada Day. It's like hard to believe tomorrow's July 1st.
1: Oh, I know, I know, it really is, it really is. But um, I think it's gonna be a really great weekend, I'm excited. Uh, My daughter and I are planning on going to this, there's this jumpy, uh, a trampoline park That's an Aurelia and you can jump on the trampolines and there's water as well. And so like you jump from the trampolines into the water and there's slides and Oh, cool. The adults can go too. And to be honest with you, I'm really excited about it. (laughs) So, um, that's going to be our plan for this weekend. So I'm excited about that.
0: It's not that far of a drive. What? 45 minutes, an hour, maybe. It's actually an hour and a half. Half. Okay. Yeah. It's road trip, road trip for sure. But.
1: We're in that mood, we're in that mode. We're kind of like, okay, we wanna go on an adventure and you know, that kind of thing. So it, it, it'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be worth it when we go down the slides and yeah. you know, dunk our heads in the water and, <laughs> and all that. So it'll be good.
0: You'll have to let me know how it goes. I will, I
1: will. And if it goes well, We'll have to invite you
0: the next time. <laughs> De- definitely. Hey, uh, by the way, my friend, Barry Davis, who used to be with the Blue Jays and Sportsnet, he's now in a, a band of his own, a Tom Petty tribute band. And he's oh. going to be in Cambridge next Friday, uh, Friday, July 8th at uh, Rhythm and in- Brews in Cambridge on oh. Bishop Street is called an 80s night so I'm going to be going to that in Cambridge next Friday night at uh, nine o'clock at night get to listen to 80s music Tom Petty the police the cars I should have uh, said something to you about that sooner it's like the tickets are only 10 bucks and it's right in Cambridge which is which is like 15 minutes for me and uh, I'm looking forward to going to an 80s night yeah you know I'm a
1: big fan of Tom Petty I love Tom yeah. Petty Uh, I always wanted to meet him, and you know, and uh, just his songs are so epic. I I, I, that would be a great. Maybe I'll be able to swing it. We'll see. Yeah, Uh,
0: Barry. Yeah, Barry Davis was in sports casting for many years, and then he just decided he wanted to change, and now he's a a car salesman for. uh, uh, Georgetown Honda, and he's got a music band and he loves his music band. And, uh, I told Barry, if you come out to Cambridge, I will buy a ticket. And I'm looking forward to that next Friday night at and uh, bruising Cambridge. It's on Bishop street. It's not, uh, that it's not that far off the highway and, uh, I'm really looking for it. And I'm a huge fan of, uh, eighties music.
1: Yeah, I love 80s music. I mean, there's I, there's so much magic in, in all the different areas of music. I love 80s music too. I think it was a great time um and i just uh yeah i mean i'll see if i can make it out it would be really cool if i could make it out and nice that's the same studying.
0: and that's the same with this podcast if i never did this podcast i wouldn't have met you i wouldn't have met barry davis i would have met a lot of opportunities i've had in the last few months it's just changed my life and it's been great it's not just making contacts on here i've made a lot of new uh friendships and barry's excited to meet me in person and i'm looking forward to hearing his band play too
1: that's amazing. You know what? You're giving me a huge warm fuzzy right now. Oh my gosh. No, you sure. are because it's just, that's the power of, of the connections that you make in this industry. And there's no price to put on that there. It's just, it's worth more, you know than any financial amount of money or anything like that. It just, it really is amazing. The connections that you make and, and lifelong stuff that you always have, which is great.
0: That's true. And I was going to say, uh, before we wrap this up, I was going to ask you again, who were some of your favorite music musicians, artists, and bands who inspired you to get into the music industry again?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many amazing ones, you know, um, I've talked to you about Madonna, of course, and I'm not sure if I talked to you about Bjork, but I've always really loved her. She's always been very eclectic and her voice is amazing. And she's just doing all these amazing things all of the time with her music uh, someone who I haven't talked about in a while is Tori Amos, and she was someone that I looked up to a lot growing up, and she just uh, had a huge influence on me, and I just love love her to this day. I think she's doing amazing things. She's still rocking. She's still doing her thing. Uh, there's a lot of other artists, too. Like There's one uh, band called The Verve, which I really love. Um, I like their song, Bittersweet Symphony uh it's like one of my favorite songs of all time and the video i love as well uh which i haven't mentioned on your show i don't think before there's just so many amazing artists out there but those are a few that really have shaped me and uh influenced me a lot in my life they really have
0: i was gonna say as for myself uh phil collins in the air tonight is my favorite song even Mm. though it's 41 years old and then um kiss acdc metallica bob seeger and the silver bullet band but i would say phil collins because i loved his music in the i liked him when he was with genesis and when he went solo and uh the in the air tonight when i hear it i I just brings me back uh to 1981 again it brings me back to a, a simpler time in life
1: it's very true i love that track is a great track it really is and he was so ahead of his time then, you know, with the electronics that he was using then, and it was before it all exploded the way it did. And yeah, he. Um, what's amazing is music has so much of a power that it can just bring you back to a moment in time, and um, there's nothing else like it. It's just it's got such a power, um, and I just think it's one of those one of those ways that you can communicate with people on such a different level you can really touch people's lives with what you're doing. And that's, that's what I I love a lot about it. I love the most about it actually is being able to make people feel things and remember things and all of that.
0: Definitely. I'm going to put you on the spot. Are you planning on going to any uh, concerts this summer in the Toronto area?
1: You know, I don't really know a whole lot of what's happening concert-wise this summer, but I do. I, I know like the minute I see something that I'm interested in going to, I'm going to jump on it because I miss seeing live music, and I miss uh, you know it's just seeing live shows. I just want to be out there and seeing the music again. I'm not sure what artists are going to be at the CNE, but I would love to see what's happening there. Um, I'm sure there'll be some some good good acts that will be performing there, and. You know, I, I'd like to to take in some artists that I've always wanted to see. You know, um, when Bjork came to Toronto, I missed that. I wasn't able to see it, and if she was to come back, I would I would jump at that in a second. Um, there's just so many great artists out there right now that I'd love to see.
0: I was going to say, and here's something for you BMO Field, which is on the site of the old C&E Stadium. They've only had one concert there since they reopened it or rebuilt it in 2007 mm. Phil Collins and Genesis. And that's like, I don't know why they don't try to have a few summer concerts there like they did with the old X because it's a nice, it seats 30,000 people and it's a nice facility, but maybe it's because the soccer team doesn't want the grass field ripped up. But I don't know. I think it's a great site to have uh, concerts there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, once I, I haven't really had a whole lot of time to look at who's coming out with, with the shows next, but uh, I know Tori's on tour right now. I've seen her in Toronto and I loved it when I went to see her. Um, I always try to see the people that have influenced me through my life. And uh, there's so many bands I'd like to see. I've, I haven't seen Coldplay. I, I have loved to see them live. I think that would be great to see. Um, but I don't, I don't really know who's coming into town, but I'm going to be checking it out. I'm sure I'll be seeing someone and I'll let you know how it goes for sure.
0: I'd like to see Billy Joe come to Toronto. I was supposed to see him two years ago and it got canceled due to the pandemic. Then last year he played in Buffalo, but I had to get a refund because of the restrictions. So, uh, two years in a row, I missed out Billy Joe. So that's somebody I really want to see at least once in my life. And he, I don't know when the last time he came to Toronto was to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know either, but that would be a great show. He's very talented. Very
0: Definitely. Great. Even at his age, like uh, he's in his 70s and he's still going strong. There you go. That's amazing. And also okay. for your friend that's doing with with the tribute band, like big ups to him
1: for, for taking advantage and, and using his fresh start. You know, that can be good amazing.
0: guy. Barry Davis is his name. Good guy. And yeah. they befriended him. And it's hard to believe this guy who was with the Jays and Sportsnet and Fan 590. He's reinvented himself now as a, a a car consultant or sales guy for Honda in Georgetown. And now he's got his own uh, band, the Tom Petty uh, tribute band. Amazing. I of love so, Tom Petty. I love I you
1: know that the song Last Dance with Mary Jane, I loved the video for that. with Kim Basinger, big fan of that.
0: Yeah. And my uh, and my one of my other guests and a friend, Scott Cellini in Buffalo, he's the uh, he has a band uh called the uh, yacht fathers and it's basically a tribute band to the Tom Petty group. Oh, cool. So That's yeah, get a lot of Tom Petty. Yeah. And I was supposed to see him and his band playing Buffalo the last couple of years, but because of the restrictions. So I said to Scott, hopefully maybe in July or August, they'll be able to come down and finally perform too. So I'm meeting a lot of musicians, uh, doing this podcast too, as well.
1: That's amazing. I love that. I know. Isn't that great? It's just such a great way to connect with people. Just, it really is. Definitely. Um, So, and I'm excited about my, my announcement that I'm going to be making on the fire up network about what I'm going to be doing in August. Okay. Uh, something pretty big and I just, I, uh, encourage all of you to check out the show when I do tell everyone what's going to happen. It's going to be pretty epic. So, okay.
0: um, yeah. How many, sh- how many shows does Joe have on his network currently? Do you know?
1: Oh my goodness. He has so many shows. There's so many shows on the network right now. Um, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you off the top of my head, but there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of people involved with the network. We have a huge following. I mean, I'm talking in the like 15,000s per show. Um, it's just amazing. Uh, and it's just, it's a great group of people and I'm really proud to be a part of it. And I've met a lot of great people through being a part of the network. And it's just, it's like a family for me. It's just, it's, it's an amazing experience. And uh, you know, you would be a great addition to that family. So I, I would definitely encourage you to talk to Joe again. And, and see if, if you can get in there too. We'd love to have you.
0: And give it a shot and see how I like it. And Maybe I could still do that once a week and still do my podcast on the side um, twice. Figure something out with Joe and stuff like that.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm sure Joe would have no problem with that. Yeah, he's very accommodating that way.
0: Yeah, I'm still working on building my audience, but it is on audio in 15 countries now, which is kind of nice. And my YouTube channel, I'm over 113 subscribers now. Two years ago, I had four, so I've come, I've come a little bit away from two years ago.
1: Definitely amazing, and it is, it is very difficult to get subscribers on YouTube. It's just, it's, it's a very tough. But, I mean, even if people are watching you, they don't always subscribe, and that's kind of how it is. But that's an amazing thing, and you are doing amazing things, and you've got a lot of shows under your belt now, and that's just amazing. And I say keep going and just keep pushing.
0: Keep doing what you love. I'm very comfortable behind the camera and uh, Eric Smith of the Raptors told me when I first started this, I was doing everything on a script. He goes, it's okay to write stuff down, but now I've learned to have a natural conversation with you. And if I need to write something down and ask you or the guests, then I do it. But now I just try to talk to my guests, like we're at a a concert or we're outside or at a mall or something like that Too just a natural conversation makes for a better uh, show.
1: Absolutely. For sure. It does. Yeah. It flows really nicely. And just having a nice, cool conversation. and It's all good. Yeah, I can definitely feel that.
0: Okay, and I'm going to wrap it up with this one. Um, yes. Any advice for those looking to pursue a career in the music industry if they're watching or listening to this podcast right now? And where can my audience, again, find you on social media and, and your music and, and all that and your talk show again?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so anyone that's looking to get into the music industry, I would say figure out what, what, why you want to do it. And I would say it's, it's very much a lifestyle that you are going to be living. And so you really have to enjoy every aspect of it. Um, And if you're not thinking about the money side of things and you're just, you're expressing yourself and and you're being an artist, that's really the best way to do it. And if you enjoy doing that and you're not thinking about what the outcome is going to be like the, the financial outcome, then really that's probably where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be doing this probably. But, uh, and I would just say, always work on your craft. Um, Always be working on that network a lot. Networking is such an important thing. And I think some of the most important things that have come out of my career and the most exciting have been through the context that I've made and through networking and don't ever stop doing that. Um, And just believe in yourself and keep going and don't put restrictions on yourself and don't listen to anyone that tells you that you can't do this because you are the only one that knows what you're capable of. No one else knows that. And if you know it inside of yourself, then you can do it. And that's the most important person that needs to know that they can do this is you. Everyone else, don't worry about them. They will see. They will see with their own eyes when you succeed. And I would just say, keep going. And arm yourself with with some things as well. Look at the legal side of things. Make sure you get a good lawyer. Learn how to deal with contracts. Uh, and just cover yourself that way. Make sure that you have that part covered so that you don't get uh, you know uh, problems don't come for you. And I would just say, keep pushing. Don't give up believe in yourself and you can always contact me anytime if you have any questions okay. and Oh, actually speaking of where you could contact me, you, you asked me what, what my uh, socials were. So you can find me on Facebook at Shauna songs. Also my website, shaunamusic.com and Instagram at Shauna music, sorry, Shauna Brown music 111 and also Shauna Brown on all the other platforms. You can find me. And I always like to hear from people if they have any kind of input they want to to say to me. I always respond to messages. It is me on the other end. And if you're struggling or if you're having any issues with anything else, mental health, anything like that, please reach out to me because I have a lot of different people that I can send you to. And just don't be ashamed of helping yourself and always um, reach out to me because I I really do want to help. Also, too, you can find my show on the Fired Up Network, uh, Female Empowerment Movement, which is on Twitter uh, at Fired Up Net and also the show The Blaze, which is on the same network. And it's every Thursday.
0: Okay. And your latest song, Fresh Start, is coming out on August 5th, right?
1: Yes. My, my single Fresh Start featuring Claire is coming out on August 5th, as well as a music video. And I just can't wait for all of you to see it and hear it. And it's going to be a great, great time.
0: Okay. Well, I was going to say, Shauna, it's been almost an hour, but time <laughs> goes fast with you. Because when I guess you're having fun, time goes really quick.
1: It really does. It does go very fast.
0: Definitely, but I was gonna say thank you so much for coming on live with CDP today, uh, season four, episode two, and uh, we'll have to tune into your show tonight. What eight o'clock again?
1: Yes, tonight at around eight or eight thirty is when our show should be airing. It's today. It's the Afterblaze, which is okay. uh, me and Giselle Lou, and of course Joe this time, and we're we're talking about a few things. Uh, about the weekend and some other topics. And I would just encourage everybody to tune into that tonight. And you might get a little bit more information about what the surprise is going to be in the summer that I'm going to be mentioning soon. Um, So just everybody check it out. And thank you so much for having me on the show. You're such a great friend and happy belated birthday again. And thank you so much doing what you're doing. Just keep it up. You're doing an amazing job and I'm a fan and just, just keep it up
0: good work yeah i've had a couple other people tell me they're fans of me and i'm like really fans of me and i'm like it's a nice it's a really nice feeling that obviously people are enjoying your work and and uh it's i guess my show has come a long ways from when i first started you
1: have and you have the passion and the heart for it and that is the most important part of it all and so yeah i would say just keep doing what you're doing you're doing a great job
0: Okay, well, thank you so much. And we'll definitely, hopefully we run into you this summer in July or August, maybe. And I'll definitely be coming to Toronto in July at some point.
1: Yes, we should definitely hook up. Maybe we can do that, that CN Tower, you know, drink yeah. at the
0: top. <laughs> it's no edge walk, no edge walk.
1: Yeah, no, well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what ends up happening there.
0: <laughs> okay. Definitely.
1: I'm going to try to convince you, you know.
0: Yeah that i i have gone up the arch in st louis i have gone up the sears tower in chicago and i have gone up the uh, top of the rock in new york so i can do it just i i haven't done the uh being outside on the edge of a building yet so
1: (laughs) okay well i don't know i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to convince you we'll see we'll see (laughs) okay
0: i was gonna say uh great Guests, great show, and uh, we'll tune in tonight at 8 30 for you. And uh, I want to say thank you so much, Shauna. Really appreciate your friendship and support on here, and definitely would like to have you back again in July or August, uh, with your new song coming out. It would
1: be my pleasure, and thank you so much, my friend.
0: Wow, happy Canada Day, by the way, too. Happy Canada Day, (laughs) Shauna. Shauna, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you, thank you so much. Okay, you're very welcome. Talk soon, Bye. bye. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed Season 4, Episode 2 of my podcast, Live with CDP with Shauna Brown today. And uh, you can also check her out on her website. Uh, Just one second, I got so many graphics on here as well. You can check her out on uh, Twitter at Shauna Brown, on Instagram. And also you can check her out on our main website, uh, Music dot uh, com shawnamusic.com as well and she'll be on the firework network tonight with her uh, uh talk show called talk with shauna between 8 and 8 30 tonight and she did a really great job with that show as well and her next song fresh start with Choclair will be uh, released on august 5th as well and before i get going guys i'm just gonna let you know uh let's see i uh just two things i gotta do here The Holiday Inn Express in Niagara Falls, New York, on 1011 Niagara Falls Boulevard, 716-298-4500, is the official hotel of Live with CDP when visiting the Buffalo area. Special thanks, uh, shout out to Bobby and the General Manager, Tammy St. Clair, and Megan, and uh, Lorraine, and... um, uh, who else? Uh, Miguel as well. So a uh, good hotel to stay there. It's 20 minutes from downtown Buffalo, and it's five minutes from the uh, Nash- Niagara Falls Fashion Outlet Mall. So check out Holiday and Express on 10-111 uh, 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 Niagara Falls Boulevard in Niagara Falls, New York as well. Guys, just to let you know, I have a Canadian uh, Day Doubleheader uh, podcast Friday, July 1st at 9 a.m. I'm going to have Matt Derry on from 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland come on, and he's also a long-time Detroit radio personality, and he's the host of the Locked on Lions podcast, uh, a podcast devoted to the Detroit Lions, and also the host of the Pistons pod. And uh, Matt's going to come on. He's going to talk about the Detroit Pistons, whether this team can contend next year in the Eastern Conference, uh, obviously with Cade Cunningham and some of the other guys they got this year, Jaden Ivory and Jaden Duran. Uh, they got him uh the thirteen. 13- pick as a center and uh, Jaden Ivy uh, the fifth overall pick came from Purdue so we're going to talk to Matt a bit about the Pistons maybe a little bit about the Lions and a little bit about his Cleveland Guardians Matt is a lifelong Cleveland Guardians fan I still want to call them the Cleveland Indians or the tribe but the Cleveland Guardians I'm getting used to that name now as well so I'm looking forward to having Matt on at 9 a.m. tomorrow Uh, and it'll be live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and all my audio platforms and then at one o'clock, I'm gonna have my second guest, Freddie Zamaya. He's the head coach of the Toledo Glass City of the Basketball League. Uh he's also a friend of mine. Uh he uh, will come on and talk about the glass city. Uh about all-star MVP Chris Darrington who had an amazing year their overall first year in the TBL and how they made it to the third round of the playoffs and uh, we're going to talk to Freddie about the uh, TBL finals between the Shreveport uh, Mavericks and the Albany platoons how he sees that three game series best of three series going I got Albany winning in three but we'll see and uh looking forward to talking to Freddie about his uh, coaching career uh, as well as the Glass City and the TBL Finals coming up uh, this Saturday, Game 1. Uh Saturday, uh, July 1st, uh, sorry, Saturday, July 2nd, 8 o'clock, Albany at Shreveport for Game 1. And then Games 2 and 3, if necessary, we'll be back in Albany on Wednesday and next Wednesday and Thursday in Albany as well. So um, that's about it, guys. I'm uh, just going to put this on here right now. I just put that on. The TBL si- final starts uh, Saturday, July 2nd. At eight o'clock, best of threes, and you guys can catch it on TBL TV as well. They do a really good job broadcasting the game, and we're going to talk to Freddie also about the TBL's uh, ten-year partnership with the NBL of Canada as well, uh starting next year, which is going to be great between the two leagues as well. And that's about it. uh Let's again, again, I want to say thank you to my guest, Shauna Brown, her second time coming on my podcast, and uh, really look forward to uh, speaking tomorrow to Matt and Freddie on Live with CDP. Canada Day doubleheader special. And also, guys, Live with CDP, the podcast, the audio version is downloaded to Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, CastBox, and LinkedIn as well and i want to say thank you to everybody watching this on my youtube channel please hit the subscribe notification if you already haven't or i hit the likes to my uh, previous podcast on youtube as well and thank you to everyone watching this on facebook live and also on my twitter page at chris Pome as well so i really appreciate everyone watching on live audio or um, live on video and on audio after so that's about it, guys, for tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh tomorrow, Friday, July 1st. Hard to believe. I want to wish everybody in Canada a happy Canada Day holiday. And uh, for my U.S. friends, uh, I want to wish you guys a happy 4th of July Independence Day on Monday in the States as well. So Canada is tomorrow, and the States is on Monday as well. So it's hard to believe it's already July coming up. So, all right, guys, uh, that's about it. Uh, I'm going to call this a podcast show, uh, season four, episode two. So I hope you guys can tune in tomorrow at 9 a.m. with Matt Derry and then at one o'clock with Freddie Zamaya. It should be a, a great uh, two shows of talking sports with Matt and Freddie as well. So I hope everybody has a great evening and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. for. Season 4, Episode 3 of Live with CDP Podcast. Have a great night, guys, and we'll see you in the morning. Happy Canada Day and happy Independence Day to my American friends on Monday, July 4th.